and welcome to episode 38 of the Unpopular Podcast. With me today, I have Mr. Corey Hahn. Hello, let's go. And Chris Ferrari. Good evening. Enthusiastic as ever. Uh, I'm happy to see you guys too. Actually, oh. I did I tell you guys last week. It was fun. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Did you see us last week? Well, it was a week or two ago. I don't know. It was, it was two weeks ago. You were I was right. gone for a time, and then the whole time frame just kind of blends together. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, would you guys see the preview for the Umbrella Chronicles? I did not. Oh, sorry, Umbrella Corpse. It's the uh, third-person shooter that's not the last one they did. What was the last one they did? That was awful. I don't remember. Umbrella um, Chronicles, maybe. Maybe. I'm thinking that's the that was the Wii shooter, but there was one that came up for the PS3 that was really bad. Okay. This one looks really fun. This is actually an in-house Konami team making it. Uh, the new preview looks really good. So hopefully it won't disappoint. It probably will disappoint, but optimistic. Interesting. It's very, very fast-paced. Yeah. Nice. Uh, uh, moving on, I guess. This is all stuff from when we're supposed to do the podcast weekly, and this is like two or three weeks ago. So, uh, Sakaguchi uh, is making a new game. Uh, he showed concept art. Uh, it looks good. It looks very good. Who, who the hell is Sakaguchi? He's the original creator of Final Fantasy. He left after 10, I believe. Uh, he made the last story uh, on, what was the one for uh, Lost Odyssey? Uh, oh, that was yeah. a good one. The, the project uh, I've been work, we're playing with was uh, Terra Battle on the phone, if you play yep. Terra Battle. I did. Yeah. Fun. yeah. Oh, so, and um, didn't you do Blue, Blue Dragon? No, I don't no? think so. You sure? I, maybe. I don't think so, though. I know uh, that was a Toriyama game in some form, so let's see. Blue Dragon, I can type. Sakaguchi did it. Oh, yeah, he oh, did. Yeah. Miss Walker, look at that. <clears throat> yep. I, I never actually finished that game. It seemed very lukewarm. It was very traditional. It was very Dragon Quest-y. Hmm. Oh, yeah, it was the first game they released. Look at that. Interesting. Anyway. Cool. Uh, it's supposed to be out next year. So far, it's untitled. It, I guess it's the remnants of a project he was trying to do before, but had to cancel. Before? So, he was trying to do it before, like, during his Miss Walker career. I think it was before oh, okay. Battle, around the Last Story era. And I'm, I still haven't played that. Last Story? Really fun. Hmm. I'm hoping it's a, an actual console game and not on mobile, but, you know. Mm, that would be good, yeah. Uh, the Sega 3D Classics... I, this might have actually already come out. I don't know, but it was uh, confirmed for the U.S. At the time, it wasn't out yet. Um, it's going to get a physical oh, release, so it has a bunch of uh, the 3D classics and one cartridge. It looks really good. It does. I mean, you can get most of these as it is. There's a few you can't. I don't think you can get uh, Thunderblade. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's all included for, I think, $30. has uh, Street of Rage on it, Altered Beast, Fantasy Zone. What is it? What, um, what platform? 3DS. Oh, 3DS. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Fun. Oh, yeah. I'll pick it up. It looks, that looks good. Yeah. I don't think you can get Power Drift in this region in any form. I think it's the first time it's getting a U.S. release. Hmm. That's a, yeah, That'll old, be interesting. Old arcade game. Um, oh, yeah. This is interesting. I don't know if you guys read about this one. Uh, Amazon... Uh, bought the rights to a Cryware engine, so the Cry engine, and they're releasing yep. it for free. 
What? So, what? Yeah. It, they're calling it Lumberyard. If you use it, I think you have to uh, pay exclusively for support through Amazon. There was some kind oh, of... I remember hearing about yeah. this when it was in, when it was in its infancy because everyone was wondering how the licensing was going to work for that. Yeah. So from my understanding, I, it's been a while since I read the article, but it's free for everybody to use, and you have to... Uh, was it published through Amazon or some, something to do with uh, them exclusively? It might be a publishing. It might be like a help support or something. Right. But uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's, that's huge. That is huge. Very interesting because you know you were having to pay for licensing to use the CryEngine. Hmm. So that's um. Take that Unity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be interesting to see what gets what gets developed out of that. Yeah. They own like a game studio. They still own Double Helix and stuff. I haven't seen them do much with it, but I mean Amazon. Amazon yeah. I didn't know they owned Double Helix. They bought them, and I think the last game uh, that Double Helix released before them being bought out was uh, the Strider game that came out two years ago, I think, now. Oh, it came out longer than that. I remember I I bought the game the same time I watched the RoboCop movie, like the new one that came out. So whatever year that RoboCop movie is when that game came out. (laughs) Wasn't very good. The movie, the game was fine. Last, uh, oh wow, Strider was 2014. Okay, I stand corrected. Yeah. And then they did one final game called UFOs Love Cows. <laughs> is that an Amazon exclusive game or is I it I don't know. It doesn't even have a Wikipedia article. I think they're also still working on uh Killer Instinct. Yeah, they did season they did season one of Killer Instinct. They didn't do two or three? Season two I don't know, I don't really remember who did is season two. Hmm. Well, they might be working on that still. Three is coming out soon, which is going to be cool. Yeah, season three is uh, scheduled for a March 2016 release. Nobody else has an Xbox One, right? <clears throat> uh, no. There's okay. nothing on that system that interests me. Really. <laughs> and even less now. Mm. guess we'll get to that later. But oh, yes, yes, season three is going to be the debut for the PC and, version of Killer Instinct. And you know, it's funny when we get to that segment because that's what was actually making me think, hmm, maybe I will get an Xbox One. <laughs> you but, should tweet uh, Spencer and... <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, game trailers was shut down. What was the actual reason behind that? Uh, the parent company killed them off for not making enough money. Wow. I think I think they were owned by MTV, but the kit could have been sold to somebody else. I know MTV owned them at one point. Really? Yeah. MTV so... owns some MTV owns some weird stuff. Like MTV, MTV owns shit. like Nick MTV owns like Nickelodeon, I think. Yeah, I think it's all Viacom stuff, isn't it? Viacom's yeah. a parent company. So did MTV or did Viacom own all that? Uh, I mean, it could have been under MTV, which was under Viacom. I mean, because Viacom owns everything. Yeah. I'd be surprised if Tom wasn't getting some money on the side from Viacom. No, if anything, they'd just uh, shut down my YouTube channel or just monetize it for themselves. But I wouldn't get anything. They tried so. to pay him to not put out this podcast. <laughs> so if you watch us, sir, sir, please just stop. Yeah. So, um, game trailers is owned by Defy Media, which is a division of. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't say. Just says they're owned by by Defy Media, but the game trailers domain is still up because you can still go to the site. Oh really? Yeah, I thought I'm it was on, off. I'm on there right now. Um, yeah. Maybe there's enough. Maybe there's enough pushback. The uh, 
Defy Media owns The Escapist. Really? Yeah, that's bigger than game trailers, right? Probably. They have. Probably just for Zero Punk. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only reason. Uh, Everything else. That that other show that moved to uh, Independence, uh, what was it? Insert Coin, the one with the guy who changes his voice up, and it's really annoying to watch. Never heard of that, but it sounds horrible. Uh, it's just a dude who just talks about topics of a more businessy side of gaming and more technical stuff. And they but also, he, uh, they also own Break.com. Isn't that like one of those meme? Yeah, video it's like website flash, flash game BS. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. I've never heard of most of this shit. This seems like a made-up company from like a future, some dystopian <laughs> fucking future. Oh, sorry, sorry. That video, that thing I was thinking of was called Extra Credits. Okay. Oh, I know Extra Credits. Penny Arcade does that, don't they? Yeah, they moved to Penny Arcade. They used to be on The Escapist. Okay, that makes yeah. sense then. A lot of stuff used to be on The Escapist, but they went other ways. Mm. With zero punctuation, they're fucking moneymaker. That's the only <laughs> thing they have, man. So. Does anybody actually? I, I can't imagine their reviews and forums get that much traffic. It's got to be all from zero punctuation at this point. Like that has to be keeping that site alive. Maybe. It's got to be. They are sucking Yahtzee's cock to keep him because they're hanging on. Just look at game trailers. A company I haven't thought about since 2009. <laughs> game trailers was a pretty well-respected site for their reviews and stuff. They had pretty unbiased, pretty pretty fair reviews on games, and people liked it. That They kind of started the whole video review process. Mm. So, I mean, they had a good following. It's weird to see them. I mean, I'm sure they're to come back in some form, maybe a rebranding or something, but I'm sure they're to get the staff members together. They had uh, the Kyle Bossman little segment. Well, that was pretty good. The Final Bossman, I don't know if you ever watched that show. It was pretty good. Nope. <clears throat> nope. So I'm, like, I'm sure these people are coming back. Ah, uh, Yeah. Tom's so affected by this. I've never seen him so emotional. <laughs> I shed my one tear. I poured my 40. All right. Uh, unsurprising to anybody, for the 20th anniversary, they announced the new Pokemon game. I thought they were going to debut Pokemon Go, because I thought that was supposed to be coming out at the end of the month. I, I lost track of the announcement on that, but yeah. Was there nothing about that on the... Uh, the they had a Nintendo Direct specifically for Pokemon. I, I didn't I, watch it, but... Uh, nor did I. Yeah, it was like five minutes long, and for the thing they showed for Pokemon, they're calling it Sun and Moon because they're ripping off Mega Man and Metabots on this one. <laughs> oh, it was a Dokapon. One of them had Sun and Moon. I don't remember which one it was, but it was one of those other games. Uh, it showed nothing except the title cards. Not even like the, the, the legendaries or anything? Nope. It could be pictures of Brad Pitt's dick, and people would still buy those games. It doesn't. It doesn't matter what they show. That's true. He's not wrong. They're gonna be bought no matter what. This is this is the ultimate, just mocking their fandom of random boys. Are you suggesting that people don't want to see Brad Pitt's cock? Wow. Would that I mean, make you want to buy a game more? I don't know. I could think of less desirable cocks out there. All right, moving moving on. No, this, this is, is important. This, this is important. This is when Tom comes out of the closet on air, and Jesus. maybe we'll get some viewers. We knew it all along. I mean, the way he would give a just perfect rim job, I knew he was good. <laughs> There'd be so much editing in this video for Tom to do. 
that that involved editing. All right. I just watched a tutorial on how to use Sony Vegas, and it was taught by like a 16-year-old. And his uh, his focus material was Call of Duty footage. So I mean, that's where I'm getting my my tips. So if it's if you see splices of my sick kill streaks with a nice montage, that, you know, I do. Wouldn't you have to be good video. at the games first? Yeah. You don't have to be good at Call of Duty to get a killing streak. Have you played those games? No. <laughs> no. I mean, I had, I've never really gotten that many kill streaks. Oh. I'm too busy missing the time when we used to fight Hitler. <laughs> I'm sure it's gonna come back. I, I think people have had their fill. I mean, they've done the modern warfare, then they moved over to the future warfare, and from my understanding, people didn't like them. Um, that was the that was Black the only Ops one I 3. enjoyed. It was Advanced Warfare, which people liked. That was the last one that had Kevin Spacey in it, and then they had one. The recently was uh, the Black Ops Two. Or, sorry, Black Ops Three. Which one had Peter like Dinklage it. in it? That Des mm-hmm. Destiny. Yeah, that's Destiny. Destiny? Yeah, They're that's... All, oh my God, they've all blended together. That's Destiny, but in the Taken, I mean, King, I wouldn't be surprised. Ended, they actually retconned the Taken King, so they took out all of Peter Dinklage's voice lines. Yeah, they completely retconned it. So if you start the game new and play the original content, it's now uh, was it? It's one of the two guys. I can't remember who it was. No, I don't remember. You give me the two voice actors who are popular right now. Don't. I don't Nathan know. Drake and Nathan then the Nathan Drake's oh. brother. Oh, um, I don't know. <laughs> the names are completely in my mind right now, but yeah, the Nolan North is one of them. Right. That's Unpopular right. podcast. Please come here for all your video gaming needs and information. Uh, we know it all. Hey, the if it's an obscure is- game, I'm not playing it. Oh, actually, on topic, because I didn't put it on the list, but they showed a trailer for Uncharted 4, and in the trailer they showed artwork f- from an Assassin's Creed game. Did you guys see I that? Heard, I heard about that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they showed like, an art piece, and the art piece was actually a thing from Assassin's Creed. I think Black Flag, that's pretty funny. It's almost like, if you've ever seen the um, Okami cover for the Wii, it has the IGN logo on it. Oh, God, does it? Yeah. Wow. There was a there was a time where you could uh, file a thing online and then ship you three alternative covers for the Wii version. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, that name is just not coming to me. It's bothering me now. Okay, we can look it up later. Let's go. Yeah. Ah, but people need to know what they obviously know and are making fun of me right people now. People need to knowing. fucking know about a list of Nintendo 3DS lineup leak. Few code names on the list. Fucking Michael so, J. Fox, write this. <laughs> the fuck is this, Tom? It's perfectly logical. What are you talking about? List of Nintendo 3DS lineup leaked few code names on the list. That's perfectly finely I'm, formatted. I'm just so angry that that Metroid game is not a real Metroid game. Yeah, Federation Force. <laughs> I was really hoping for a new like Seems... two, two, 2D Metroid or something. Seems like a bad version of Rocket League. Hmm. Well, yeah, there was a few codenames on there. One of them was uh, the Pokemon codename Niji, which ended up being the one they announced a few days ago, so the list is confirmed pretty much. It shows uh, Dragon Warrior 7 coming out in the summertime and later in the year again 8, so both games are coming out within the next year. That's going to be hype. And a few games that are codenames that are listed as lower budget titles, so probably a 3DS uh, WiiWare store. Our 3DS store. Mm. Is it called 3DS Wear? 
No, it's just called eShop, I thought. Yeah, but eShop's universal. Storefront. I think the stuff on the Wii U is still called the WiiWare. I don't know. I don't care. Branding. But yeah, uh, I don't know if you saw anything that jumped out at you. I really don't follow too much Nintendo Direct stuff lately. I've been playing the Hyrule Warriors, the 3DS version, because the Japanese version came out, and and it's in English. It's fucking really good. (laughs) Really? Uh, Yeah, did you you play the version on the Wii U? No, I didn't, actually. It just looked like a Dynasty Warriors ripoff. I don't think it's a ripoff when the company who made Dynasty Warriors made this game. Oh, did they really? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Huh. It has Warriors in the title. Do not pursue Ganondorf. More or less, it's actually a pretty fun part of this game where you uh, you play as the main characters. I think ten chapters or so, and then you mm-hmm. play as Ganon, so you play as him for a while. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, uh, they added Linkle, which was the female. Yeah, Link. Although she's not Link, because Link is clearly she's like in the game. Big Link's biggest fan, right? Or something. I think. They uh, no, as... she thinks that she is the hero of time or whatever. Like, she oh. is the next incarnation because her mother told her so. Okay. So she's like, I'm going to go do it because I'm supposed to be the hero. And it's always, like, comically missing the main part and you do a side thing that happens. It's it's funny. So she's a special little snowflake? Uh, she is the generic anime quirky character. So okay. she does little things and the nah and stuff. But, yeah, fun character. Uh, it's the same version as the Wii U version, only with the Linkle and some other side characters added in. Is it new? Is it new 3DS only? No. That's not okay. The best thing about it is, comparative to all the other versions of Warriors games that come out with 3DS, this one is definitely the best. It is like a solid frame rate. It looks very nice for a 3DS game. It has a lot of pop in it as to be expected, but as right. I mean, compared, I don't know if you ever played that. Like Samurai Warriors 3 came out like a year ago, not even. No. It wasn't very good. The last one of those games I played was one of the one of the Gundam Dynasty Warriors. Ah, those aren't very good either. No, they're those not. Those are incredible. You got to fight as Gundams. What else do you Yeah, want? I know, but now they have Gundam Breaker, which is the same thing, but you get to break off the parts and then just craft your own Gundams out of a mismatch of parts. And it's That's not how it fucking works, Chris. You need a whole crew to do that. Um, did you play Gundam Breaker? Yeah, I imported it. I have Gundam Breaker too. Yeah, that's not really how it works, but... It's I mean, close. you do you do take parts, but it's not like a dynasty wars. It's like a arena fighter with like three or four characters. No, it's not. They have missions where you're just in like large open areas with swaths of enemies coming at you. I did not play that mode. They have, have that mode. Do you have the Vita or the PS3 version? PS3. Hmm. I have the Vita version, so it might be different. Crisis um, mm. <clears throat> averted. What's next on the list? Corey, you need to play fucking games, all right? I play plenty of games. That aren't, games you play. that aren't like Crusade, Captain Crusader Knights and Middle Eve or whatever. <laughs> Did you have a stroke? <laughs> that was the worst dismissive comment I'd ever heard. Corey, are you not excited for Disney Art Academy <clears throat> coming out in uh, spring, early summer? What the fuck is Disney Art Academy? I have no idea, but it's coming out. It's leaked. Do, do you draw? Is it like, is it that game that came out where Mickey Mouse had to like color shit? That was a game, right? I'm assuming it's I the same that. thing as the Pokemon Art Academy, where you just draw a Pokemon. I'm like, uh, it, it's it's a it, drawing game slash entertainment thing. 
I don't want to be edumatated. <laughs> uh, there's also a game called uh, Codename Tort City. Tort? Torte? I don't know. It's a codename. It's, it's, it's Tort. Uh, it's a big-budget, unannounced game, so that's going to be interesting to find out. Everything else is a smaller budget or something we already knew about. Okay. Uh, well, I guess we're done with that topic. Why Lord do cities Corey need code demanded. names? I don't know. Oh, did anything ever come of those uh, those ones that Miyamoto showed off for the Wii U, like Project Shield and Project Robot and all that stuff? I didn't ever hear an announce for them, but they could have easily just been titles that have already come out. Yeah, maybe. <clears throat> Interesting. Uh, next up, we have the uh, Shimu 3 update. Did you ask for the Shimu 3 update? I did. It looks good. It looks very good. <laughs> does it have a release date, or is it just like 2019 or something? It's probably going to be like a few years. It's a small team making a giant game, so right. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm in no rush. I've already waited 20 years. Yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. dates. Waiting Tom? 20 years means it can only be good. Tom? Hmm. What? I want to talk to you about that day. Oh, that day. <laughs> so fucking bad. <laughs> uh, I still love that game, though. Oh. I play it. Actually, I didn't play the first game. I watched a video of the first game in Japanese with subtitles, and then I played the second game on the Dreamcast, which wasn't dubbed at all. So I never heard these voices until like a lot later. Okay. I still have my Dreamcast copy. Yeah, I'm playing uh, it on an emulator just to... See what all the hubbub is about. That game was originally developed for the Saturn. Yeah, it was. So if you it look at have that. The, if you look at some of the early, early like textures and and, and videos, it's pretty. The Saturn, Saturn was not Saturn. Known Saturn. Its, it didn't. It wasn't known for its 3D capabilities. Right. Uh, yeah, he didn't have the jacket or anything. Probably didn't so, even have hair. Yeah, hair. He had a hair. He had like a white shirt. I know. Have you played Virtual Fighter? They had some glorious hair in that. <sighs> yeah, all, I get Virtual I do. All I one do. polygon of hair. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that looks really cool. Take your time, guys. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, the PS TV, or the Vita TV, as it's in Japan, has been discontinued in Japan. Mm. Shocking absolutely the, no one. What about the Vita itself? It's still coming. We're still getting versions of the hardware, for whatever <clears> reason. Yeah. I mean, when you and I were in GameStop, we saw the Vita section, and it's just all visual novels, otomes, and other various weeb stuff. Yeah. It's either so that... I know. I don't know why I don't have one yet. <laughs> it's either that or uh, digital downloads titles that are usually like smaller indie projects that are also on Steam. So. How much is a Vita? Uh, you can get a used one for $100. I think they sell new for like 180 Yeah, it's still 170 bucks. Just go to that bridge where everyone sells stuff in Quincy. <laughs> it's Dorchester, actually. Okay. Right over the line, yeah. That's a distinction. That, that exact bridge and that under area scene was in The Departed. So You have told us many times, Tom. It does not make it any difference that you were dealing in black market 360s under the Neponsa Bridge. He just wants to brag that he... Gray market Xbox Ones, if you mm. want to be specific. Hey, uh, hey, Scuzz, uh, do you want to go under a bridge and buy an Xbox One with me? <laughs> All right. Wait, it was Scuzz that did it? Yeah, uh, we're having a party at my house, and then Scuzz came in and was like, yo, I have to buy this Xbox One from a guy under a bridge. I don't want to do this alone. You in? He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can go wrong with that. 
Oh boy. All right. Uh, so and, and, <laughs> end of the story. I have an Xbox One now. Yeah. And by now I mean two years ago. And a prolapsed anus. Stay <laughs> tuned, everyone. <laughs> Why under a bridge? I do not know. I did not pick the spot. You did. All right. I have told you about the shockers, right? Uh, well, we already talked about the prolapsed anus, so I'm guessing yes. <laughs> okay, this story is also Craigslist involved, where I was meeting a guy to buy some Xbox. Uh, sorry, I can't remember if I bought Wii Remote. I think I bought yeah, I bought Wii controllers. So I was on Craigslist, and the guy said, "Hey, all right, meet me here." I think it was in um, Malden. It was Malden or Medford. I can't remember. It was one of the North Shore areas, and I get to the place, and it's a Section 8, like, legit ghetto, <laughs> like a pro- project housing. Medford. And, yeah. So <laughs> I call the guy because I didn't want to knock on the door because who fucking knows. And he's like, all right, you at, you at that projects? I'm like, yes. He's like, okay, I'll be right there. So he pulls up in a city van and has a duffel bag in the front seat. <laughs> he's like, all right, you here for the uh, the Wii controllers or the, or the shockers? <laughs> I'm like, Wii remotes? So I, I bought, you didn't I bought ask them. what the shockers were? <laughs> they were probably like black market tasers. No, no, no. I, I did buy the, uh, the, the dual shocks, And I said, uh, yeah, the shockers. And then he sold them to me. They're sealed. Uh, I, actually, yeah, I, st- I had the controller sealed for like a month. Jeez. And I had uh, it had uh, toys, uh, toys R Us stickers on it. So he clearly ripped them off. They fell off a truck. And... Um, well, the funny part of the story was he did not live in that ghetto. He just had me go there for whatever reason. He could have okay, had me at a fucking Walmart parking lot or something. That's really weird. Jesus <laughs> yeah. Christ. Like, don't meet me at the fucking corner store. Meet me in front of the fucking ghetto. But, yeah. So I bought shockers from a dude in a city van in a, from a duffel Tom, bag. This is how Tom gets his, his, as Corey put it, his ziggurat of PS1s. <laughs> No, this is how Tom gets his black cherry popped. He goes inside a cinny van, and... <laughs> this van just pulls up and says, free PS2s, and Tom just jumps in. <laughs> Nothing can be wrong with that! Yeah, I had some uh, some fun Craigslist finds. Oh, boy. All right. Most people fun. I'll always remember the shockers, so... Uh, <laughs> most, pe- most people do, Tom. Most people do. <laughs> Don't we all? Say it with can we change the format of this podcast to be dramatic reenactments of Tom's horrible rapes? <laughs> the horrible rapes that befall Tom? That could, we could change our name. It's like a series uh, of unfortunate events, but it's just Tom being... It's just, the, unfor- it's just the unpopular rape cast. Hmm. Alright. The problem so, with hey, that Tom, is that... What's Tom, that? Fire Emblem. Yeah, I heard it sold very well. Did you both buy one? Yes. Stop I bought. <coughs> what is it? I, I purchased this. I waited on the. I didn't pre-order the the collectors fast enough. I heard it sold out within like minutes though, and there wasn't there, a, were, uh, there wasn't a second for, shipment. For some reason, Best Buy started releasing sales on eBay. Like on their eBay store, they started reselling. Uh, I wouldn't say reselling, but they were posting new buy it now is for eighty dollars. Um, really? After the fact, yeah. Which 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 kind of sucks because you can't use your gamer unlimited to get the twenty percent off. Right. But um, yeah, they had more. For yeah, I, I, last I checked, it was a high 
hundreds, like sub two hundred for the. Yeah, I, yeah, I saw them. They were like one eighty. I wasn't gonna pay that. I called yeah. three stores just for the hell of it, seeing if they had them, and they all also mentioned that they didn't even have any physical copies of just the regular game if you hadn't pre-ordered. Funny story is that I I bought both copies of the game. I got them uh, from GameStop because if you bought both copies of the game, you got the little little PVC keychains. Yep. So I got I got that set, but I um I didn't want to keep the GameStop versions because I don't get the discount at GameStop. So I went to Best Buy and I bought my copy of the game for the 20% yep. off. And I re- went to the uh, a GameStop that was near the Best Buy and I returned it. And the guy who was working there was super excited that I returned it there because he wanted to buy it. <laughs> it's like, oh man, awesome! Like, yeah, yeah I, I heard they were really <laughs> shortchanged on the shipments for those. Yeah, I guess. <clears throat> so I did, I ended up getting the digital version of Conquest. Yeah. Which we'll talk about uh, in a bit. So I, I got both ver- physical versions. I have the special edition, and I also bought the console. Jesus Christ. Yeah, the, the special edition is actually Suki's, but she has two, because that's how she rolls. Mm. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, it's sold five times in, uh, combined. There are two games that you can physically buy. There's Conquest yeah. and there's Birthright, and both of them together sold five times the amount that... Uh, Awakening. Awakening Soul when it Ow. was launched, yeah. So the series has been revived, as you know. Uh, Awakening was like the yeah. The weren't they saying that if, well. weren't they saying that if if Awakening doesn't go well, they're just not going to make any more Fire Emblem games? I thought that was how it was going to be. So if Awakening did sell well, they weren't going to continue the series for right. the foreseeable future. But it sold well enough, like all right, there's some there's yeah. some uh, you know life here. So they. Yeah came up with this one, and this one sold five times the amount, so I'm sure we're going to see more. And that right. fantastic Wii U crossover with Shimagami, that's going to be fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. Geno, Did you see the video? Genbo Naniruki, or so, I don't remember what the hell it's called. Did you see the video? No. <laughs> I'll link you to a video, and it is the best thing ever. Okay, I have no faith in this game. <laughs> okay. It's, it's great. But, um, yeah, series is doing pretty well. I've been playing it for the last few months. I have the, the Japanese version that was translated, and it's uh, very good. I just started the other day. I bought it on release day, and I didn't start playing it until yesterday. Mm. Yeah, I, I haven't Dizzy. played the the English official localization yet. I've seen some comparisons in the, you know, Treehouse is going to Treehouse. They did remove the face scrubbing, yeah. which is, by all means, completely neglectable. You don't need it at all. Uh, it, what it does is pretty much once after every battle, you can call somebody to your room and you can rub their face for whatever reason. I think the um, if you get married, it still has the same mini game, but like more um, more involved. It has like a heart meter. You can like build up more hearts. Is that true? You didn't, didn't get that far. No, didn't they have that in Pokemon though? Where there was some kind of like yeah, yeah, me Pokemon Amiibo. You could rub Pokemon. Yeah, it's more or less the same thing. But all it would do was if you did it uh, when, when you finish it, slightly raised your affinity level for that character. So it was like going into a battle with a character and having to fight together is the same thing. Right. You didn't need to do it. But if you marry somebody, you can. They call it skinship or some stupid term. I don't know. I'm sure it was Tumblr themed. I don't know. But uh, it has pretty much you do the same thing, but it has multiple hearts. I think they kept that version of it in the, uh, the American version. Okay. There is a uh, a team working right now to kind of cross both versions. They're taking the American localization text and mm-hmm. re-adding the Japanese stuff that was removed. 
Oh, okay. So that's going to be a thing that's going to come out and you know be supported. You can still right. you can still play up with this firmware 3ds. You can still use uh, the homebrew to inject patches. Oh, okay. Onto the onto it. Yeah. So you can just run the ROM um, or the official game and have it, you know, be translated. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. What's next on this this good old guy? Oh, the final thing I have here is the Quantum Break thing, which you may have heard of. People so pretty, are <clears throat> people are sparking out and angry about that. They're very upset. So what happened was uh, Phil Spencer announced that there, if you, well, first, firstly, that Quantum Break is in fact coming to Windows, which was originally an Xbox One exclusive. Right. And if you buy it before I think April second or something, you get. Uh, a free voucher for the Windows version if you already buy it for the Xbox One, so you can have it on both systems and have your sync save. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah, and then some people just weren't having this. They were super pissed off. Like, well, I already bought an Xbox One. Why do I need an Xbox One anymore? And I guess it's a kind of valid argument, but why would you buy an Xbox One just way that. before our game comes out? Yeah. I mean, you clearly didn't buy it just for that because then you won't have an Xbox One already, right? I mean, maybe, maybe that, you know, not everybody can get under the bridge deals on their Xbox Ones. <laughs> I understand that, but like the game is still not coming out for a few months, and people yeah. have been buying systems like a year, two years ago for this game. It's weird. They must be playing something else, like play fucking Sunset Overdrive. That's not on the Windows. That's worth it. Mm. But it's it's funny because that I saw the preview of that I'm like, oh, maybe I will get an Xbox One now, and then oh, good, I don't need one after all. I still have not finished Alan Wake. Yeah, I, I got a little bored with that. I like the presentation, yeah. though, where they set it up to be kind of like a, 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 a TV show. I do like that. Yeah. I like my comparison of it being a M-rated Luigi's Mansion. A what? It's M-rated Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> I didn't play Luigi's Mansion, but they'll take uh, a word for it. Luigi's Mansion, you shine a light on ghosts, and then you they have like a little heart that shows up, and then you throw out your vacuum, and then you have to like suck them into the vacuum. In this oh, game, you okay. shine lights on monsters, and then they are able to be shot. Gotcha. Yeah, that's the comparison. I like the idea of Luigi with a gun. That sounds fun. Mm. <clears throat> oh, they're also making a new Luigi's Mansion game. They, they kind of pseudo-announced that. That's kind of exciting. No, it's not. Do you not play Luigi's Mansion? I played Luigi's Mansion. I um, run excited. Never excited for the Luigi. <laughs> really? Luigi's awesome. Game. So I'm still rocking my uh, my Gear of Luigi 3DS. Green Mario. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of the entire joke base for the Mario Luigi series. It's either yeah. Green Mario or Mario's brother or yeah, it's a yeah. Ongoing joke for like six games now. He's he's literally the Ghostbusters. And does he ever get laid at the end? I don't think so. He's he saves his Mario. brother, so that uh, that raises all kind of questions. No, <laughs> the only people involved are his brother and the old scientist guy. It doesn't need to be a woman there. I, I'm, I'm saying either way is kind of weird. It's either incest or banging old dudes. Or neither, but what's next? <laughs> I'm just going off what you said, man. Okay. You, you made this reality. Tom, just because you want to bang old dudes or fuck your brother or fuck people under a bridge somewhere doesn't mean everyone has to. Stop projecting. Hmm. Now what's next? That's all I have for game news, unless you guys have something else to add. <clears throat> oh, Not yet. God. 
I can't think of anything else that happened of interest in the last few weeks, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, the Fallout DLCs got announced. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I don't. Did they make the game good yet? Apparently, they're the last few patches have made a lot of improvements. I haven't touched it for about maybe a, a couple weeks after it first came out because I've just still been playing Xenoblade. So I'm sure I'm sure once I'm done with Xenoblade, I'll revisit it. I was gonna mod it, and then I was like, I don't want to have to mod this to to fix all the bullshit. And then never play a Bethesda game ever. <clears throat> right, but I, I've heard the patches have made some strides. Plus, they're the next patch is I think gonna add like a, a a hardcore mode. Why uh, wouldn't you? A la New Vegas. Hmm? Why wouldn't you mod it? That's the whole point of Bethesda games. They're terrible. Well, no, I was gonna do it one day, and then I just realized I was lazy, so I went back to Xenoblade. <laughs> if you've only played Fallout Three, it's like, all right, here's Fallout Three, and here's a list of mods you need to make it fun. <laughs> It's just the mods are great. Yeah, they are. Bethesda does one thing really well, and that's supporting a network that the mod community can like yeah. use. They released their creation kit. Yeah. Did they re- they released one for New Vegas? I mean, Fallout Four, right? Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> There's one where it turns a, a mini uh, the Fat Man instead of <laughs> instead of launching nukes, it launches Sean's. So it just launches little babies, and then they oh the baby <laughs> they just what? explode. It's not funny, Chris. I thought that it's was a weird... very uh, funny. Heavy rain it's, callback. SIDS is never funny. That's pretty sudden if you're fired from a cannon. <laughs> so, uh, YouTube gaming is beating Twitch in terms of streaming. That's interesting. Yeah. That's... Okay, we're, we're grasping at fucking straws here. What's next? What we've played, and then we're wrapping it up. Oh, thank God. Tom, what have you played? You go first this time. Uh, a, a little game called Street Fighter V came out. Oh, Tom, how was the lag on that? Also, how's Rage quitting? <laughs> Shit. I have had no leg issues outside the first day. The first day, I didn't have leg issues as much as I couldn't find matches, which it was server issues, but not lag-related. I've had pretty solid connections. So it wasn't uh, actually quitting. killing you? Hmm? It wasn't actually killing you? No. No, it wasn't. Uh, so, you probably heard, but the game came very, very bare. It only has two real modes to it. It has the online matchmaking, of course, and it has a story mode, which is neglectable. It's Story mode is up to three fights, usually two. And you, Jesus. Yeah. I think Ken's is a flashback fight with Ryu. It has the old models, which is kind of cool. It has, like, Destry Fighter. Yeah. And then it's like, Ken goes to a party, and he fights two people at the party, and then it's over. That's it. Why? Because <laughs> you fight the people at the party. Because it, it's, it's Karen's party, and she likes to fight people? I don't know. But, yeah, so all the modes are like that. It's just very small little segments of story. Rashid goes and just says, hey, I have a friend online who said he, he is in the Shadowloo, and I want to free him from that. So are you in the Shadowloo? And he starts fighting people? <laughs> It, yeah, it's bizarre. Uh, there's an actual full-fledged, like, you know, story mode coming out later, and that's kind of the joke right now. Is everything the actual games come out in March because that's when all the actual modes are coming out. That's ridiculous. And so the only other real mode to play is survival, which is kind of stupid. It's pretty much you have uh, five, four difficulties. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's four. You have easy, which you fight ten people in a row. And every round in between, you can pick a 
you get points for every round you complete, and then you can pick a perk. So you can make it like, oh, I want all my health back, or I want more power, I want more defense, and you spend points, and you keep going, it gets gradually harder. That sounds fun. Yeah, it's not bad, but it's like, you do the first 10 with an easy, and then you can play hard, uh, sorry, medium, and that's, I think, 30 fights, and then 50 on hard, and then 100 on uh, hell mode. And the problem with it is that the first X amount of fights are always dull as fuck, and, and they don't just say you fight, you uh, knock out the first character. That person just doesn't jump in. It, they have to go to the you win, they have another intro screen, and you do it again. And it takes a lot of time to do this. So if you end up doing hell mode and you're on set fight 67 and you lose it, you start back from one and you still have to do those first 30 or 40 fights that are piss easy. So it's a giant waste of time, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah, so they what they should do is trim it down to about maybe 10, 20 fights per difficulty and just make them harder as opposed to having all the fluff in the beginning. And they should also stream limit. Also, if you're, um, you can have it so you have a fight request on, so anytime during the game, so can, you get an online battle. And if you're in the middle of a survival, that round is pretty much nullified, and you start over when you go back to it. So you can be like a hit away from killing the opponent. Somebody challenges you, you win, then you start that whole ma- match over again. Well, at least it doesn't reset everything. If you get disconnected from the server, it does. And that's happened to me too many fucking times. How many fucking times? Too many. Damn. So many times. So I'll be in fight 37. You've been disconnected from the Catcom servers. You're kicked out of the mode, and you lose all of it. It's awful. You can also go in without network connectivity, but if you don't need network connectivity, why do you need it to continue fighting? I don't know. A lot of the stuff, I'm sure, is going to be fixed. But the online battling is fine. You can uh, There's ranked mode and casual. You do X amount of fights, you get points, you rank up. <clears throat> and if you want to not do ranked, you can do casual and it matches you to what level, whatever level you're in. Say if you're in silver and you think it's pretty hard on uh, on ranked mode, you can go in casual and just fight other silvers as well. So it scales to your uh, to your level. It's nice. Well, that's good at least. And they also announced the, uh, the first set of DLC characters and they're going up to, I think, like the end of the year so far and it's like a character a month. Oh, they're nice. going to be charged, obviously, right? Oh, actually, that's actually an interesting part about this game. Every time you beat a mode, say if you do survival or you finish a story mode, you get yeah. uh, you get fight money. And the fight money can be used to download the DLC characters, so you don't actually have to pay money. Is it the like you have to beat it 100-something times and it's ridiculous and not worth your time and just is better to pay it, or is it actually worth well, it? Well, that's the thing. You don't really know. From my understanding is if you beat the story mode on easy with all the characters, that's enough automatically for the first character all right. So it can't be that bad. And if you beat, like I said, survival, you get more money, and every time you uh, either level up your rank, you get more money, and every fight, you get more money. Okay. So, so money is given to you. It's, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's like 300 fights to get a character. I, I don't know. Right. But yeah, and there's alternative costumes and stuff you can buy, too. So, yeah, not bad. Uh, I might pick it up. I haven't I played a fighting game since... Christ, probably Soul Calibur 4. I really did not like Street Fighter 4, so I didn't play it. Uh, I was big into Street Fighter 3 and Street Fighter Alpha 3. And mm-hmm. this is this game is very similar to Alpha 3, with so much that it's pulling characters from that game into it. Yeah, I noticed Birdie was in that. Birdie's in it, uh, Karin's in it, uh, some other Alpha characters are in there. 
I'm blanking it right now, but it's, you know, it's nice to see them back. I use oh, and um, Armika, Armika, Karin, and I also used um, Rose, all from that um, from Alpha Three, and two of those characters are in the game, so that's pretty nice. Who's the fourth character? There are four characters from Alpha. I can't, I'm blanking the last one. Anyway, uh, the new characters are pretty nice too. They have uh, a character named Lara, which is the brother of Sean. Oh, sorry, the sister of Sean. If you play Street Fighter Three. He was like the new Ryu that was not very good oh, at all. He okay. threw a basketball as his Hadouken. Jesus. Oh, I heard yeah. about that. But uh, Laura is actually really good. She's just a like, kind of a cavalier kind of fighter. Nice. Um, they have the, the new boss character Nakali, who's very nice, but I can't use him. And there's also Fang, who's also very nice, that I can't use. Cool characters. I like to see how the game develops. It's gonna be fun. It's nice to like Street Fighter again. I missed it. I might. Uh, I wish I could try it before. Uh, I might borrow it from Matt and see just for a day and see if it's worth buying or not. The cool thing about it too is if you're on the PS4, you can play with the PC users. Yeah, I heard about that. That's that's good. Yeah. So I mean, I can play with you no matter what you get it on. I have it on PC, obviously, but right. Even more of a. <clears throat> I do not do not use the PS4 controller though. I can can suggest that more than to get some, like that. That's why I'm hoping this Fighting Commander is a good, uh, good controller because mm. that PS4 controller is just not, not well, made for this game. You can review it when you get it. Yeah, I will. I'll make a video about it. Uh, what else have I been playing? I played the, a good portion of Firewatch. I hear it's not a very long game, so I'm probably near the end now. But no, it's only like six hours. I, I, I heard three. Mm. I don't know. but um, Yeah, it's fun. It's an uh, interesting game. It's one of those uh, environmental walk-around-look-at-stuff kind of things. Uh, you're pretty much a dude. They ask you like a series of questions in the beginning of the game. It's like between you and your wife, and you, you can pick like what you did in a certain situation or the name of your dog and stuff like that. And I, I'm sure it reflects into the story later. It hasn't mm-hmm. come up, not that I've noticed anyway. But uh, you pretty much go to a a forest, and you are on, on the fire watch, of course, which is you live in a, a a tower, and you you know look for people causing trouble for you know related to fires and or if there's a fire you can report it kind right. of thing um, and you know has feels and such you have a, uh, a person you're in contact with via microphone uh, sorry I walk it talking <clears throat> and you don't ever see them not that I've noticed anyway but uh, you're just in communication with them and it's one of those story driven games it's, it's yeah, not bad I, I know someone that's finished it, or I heard someone that's finished it that has actually said yeah you don't ever encounter that person oh okay I, I didn't. I wouldn't imagine you would. I mean, I assume they're imaginary at some point too. But <laughs> uh, twenty dollars. I'm sure it's going to be one of those games that drops very fast on Steam. One of those sales probably get like eight dollars or so in a few months. If you want to wait for it, it's not bad. Yeah, I'm <clears throat> probably pick it up on a on a Steam sale. Yeah, I can't think of anything else I've been playing. I've been playing Fire Emblem a lot of it, and I've been playing a lot of Hyrule Warriors. And I think that's it. When the hell did Azure Striker Gunvolt get a PC release? I don't know. Did you play that? I played the 3DS version. Yeah, it was a PC version. I didn't know that. Weird. Oh, yeah, Egg and Rampod Steam. just came out for uh, Steam, too. Yeah, I saw that. Which, from my understanding, doesn't have X input support. So if you use a, a gamepad, it still says, like, press the shift key. Oh. I mean, it's, we're a little late into the game than I have X input support, especially when they charge $30 for it, which I thought was a little crazy. Mm. $30 for Dragon Rampod at this point is a little... A little up there. 
Special. It was a PSP game. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, this is probably going to bring us things like Nine 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 and all those other games that you know are stuck on the. Yes. Well, Nine 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 had a 3DS release, but I hear it's not very good, or it's not as good as the Vita version. Uh, it's the same, except that there is a game-breaking bug if you save during one of the puzzles. If you save during a puzzle, it could possibly brick your save, and you have to start over again. Oh, fun. Yeah, and the Vita doesn't have that issue. But otherwise, I think they're identical in terms of you know, playability. Mm, okay. Uh, it's been like three weeks. I don't remember what I've talked about since then. Uh, I've been working on other stuff, but I think those are pretty much what I've been playing. Cool. There's a, a 3D Realms game that came out that I hear mixed reviews on. Uh, what the hell is it called? Some stupid pun name. Like, Do you hear about it? No, I did not. Like Warhead or some generic name like that. I, I hear mixed reviews. I want to see it. I want to give it a shot, but I haven't gotten around to purchasing it. I think it's like 30 bucks. A bombshell. That's what it's called. I did that one. Must have skipped my radar. Yeah, it was very under the radar. I'm just... Happy to see 3D Realms made a new game because th- I'm pretty sure they were like out of business and they bought out and then the team got back together somehow. That's, all right. that's, that's all that I really have interest in is seeing the team back together. So right. hopefully the game isn't as terrible as people are saying it is. Uh, I'm just gonna stop because I, I'll just be thinking of stuff for <laughs> time. So what have you been playing? Um, been a busy busy week and a half for me. I'm still playing Xenoblade. I finished the main story. Ooh, I'm going to let take you. Well, I did a lot of side quests and a lot of wandering, so it's like 60-something hours. Mm. The game's like 200-something hours if you want to do absolutely everything. So now I'm at the end game stage where I could start farming for like the super weapons and the different skills, and I'm doing to try to do the affinity missions so I can get some of the, the hidden skills and abilities. I don't know how far I'm going to take it. I guess there's an online aspect of it where you can play with other people, and I know a few people that have it, so I might do that. Um, but if it gets to the part where you've got to spend hours and hours and hours grinding for two materials and you need a hundred of them to get a new weapon, I'm just going to be done with it. I, oh, I have the monster hunter syndrome. I, I have a job, so <laughs> need that. Um, anytime people are over, you know, we're playing a lot of Lethal League. That's that's, that's that was a, that was a fun game. That's a, that's a thing. We're getting like really friggin' fancy with the, with that game it's we've ma- we've maxed out the uh the ball speed on several occasions <laughs> it maxes out at 1 million we've we've oh. done that we've done that a few times um that's just a great game i think it's like 15 bucks it's worth every penny it's a, it's a great party it's a great party game i paid really low amount of money for it was it on sale when i bought it i bought it for like 7 bucks when it was on sale but i'm pretty sure for it's i bought it for like 4 dollars i think it was it was really low when i got it does that game have network support, or is it only local no, multiplayer? It's, no, it's it's got network support. I played with uh, I played with Matt. Oh, okay. Play, it plays fun. Um, yeah, it's fourteen bucks right now. I would say it's it's worth fourteen bucks for a, a party game. It's definitely you know relative to the people you have around you. That game's well, yeah. not a single player game. No, it's not. It's like um, Duck Game. Actually, Duck Game had a really fun single player, but yeah, it's mostly a multiplayer game. Right. Um, I got Fire Emblem Conquest. Oh, I'm on a, I'm on the birthright path right now. I kind of think I should have gotten birthright because this game is really hard. And remember what I was talking to you about last week? There is no way to grind in this game. There is, is no there no in conquest. There is no grinding. 
when you start up Conquest, it says, hey, if you want to play this, keep in mind, there's, uh, you have to deal with very limited amounts of XP. You sure you want to get this? Hmm. The game straight up tells you you have to How divide. How far are you? Uh, chapter 6, right after the split. And when I, it's like, choose your fate. Do you want to do Birthright or Conquest? I selected Conquest, and it said, Conquest is the harder of the two games that you requires you to develop complex strategies, and you have to deal with limited amounts of, of ex, of experience and and items and such. Are you sure you want to do this? Apparently, according to two people I know that have it, if you use the street pass, you can battle other people, yeah. and you can gain experience that way. But there's no, like, heavy grinding function. The way uh, Birthright works, I thought it was the same for both, but you have a, a town where you go into. It's like a alternative realm or some bullshit. And when you're in there, you can do a thing where you can uh, either buy um, a, a random encounter or you can do a, like a... There's a few that are generated. You can select those things. They're called challenges. And then you can load a DLC map. And the DLC maps are unlimited use. Same thing with the DLC maps, but without the DLC or the street pass, there's no grinding. I can't say I haven't played Conquest yet, but that's strange. Why yep. would they take out a, compl- a whole thing? I, I think they're just really trying to get it, get the challenge part of it up in there. Hmm. I thought it worked the same way. Don't you have the hub world? The little town? Don't you have that in Conquest as well? I haven't gotten that far. A fun thing about the uh, the street passes, if uh, I think if you're on like relatively the same level when you fight them, uh, you can pick one of their characters to bring to your troops. I haven't. I have not gotten that far yet. I think that's going to be like the next mission. Just uh, DLC. I mean, um, street passing. Yeah. Oh, you, you don't have the hub world yet. Oh yeah, no. Hmm. My problem with the game was before you can make the choice, you have to do this map where you turn into the dragon. Yeah, I and did the that. Fir- the first time I played the game, I couldn't beat that map. Everybody kept dying. So I started the game over again on casual mode, and mm-hmm. I breezed through that fight no problem. So now I'm like, fuck, I'm stuck in casual mode. But it, yeah, whatever. I don't know what I did the first time, but the second time I had no issues. It was weird. Hmm. Did you have a problem with that uh, that map? No, I I started on I started on on hard mode. I, I played I through a week. I got to I got to mission three, and I was like, I can't do this. I'm putting it back to regular mode, but I'm playing on classic with the permadeath. So I played Awakening with um hard mode, and the only problem I had with that was trying to get the fucking Donnie recruited. But <laughs> otherwise, the game was fine. I had no issues with it. But that, that one battle just kicked my ass. I don't know what happened, but I started over again. So, yep. But, uh, yeah, that's all I've been playing so far. I'm looking forward to Twilight Princess next week. I'll get probably started on that. I was playing. I don't know if I talked about it in the last podcast, but uh, I was playing through. I don't think I did. I was playing through Twilight Princess on on the emulator because I was seeing how it looked, and I got you know interested in playing it again. So I was playing through that, and then I started playing Skyward Sword. Yep. So I play. I got a mouse. I was good. That game's actually really fun. Really. Yeah, there's some parts where it's really infuriating because, you know, you need to be specific. Like, you need to be a complete diagonal slice. And if you don't get diagonal slice, you'll you can take damage. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah. And that's awful because it's so uh, finicky. Right. So it's it's bad when it punishes like that. But, yeah, that game's solid. I should. I was going to play through it. I was playing on Twitch, but I uh, you know went away for two weeks, and I'm back now. Yeah. Right. Well, that's, uh, that's all I've been playing this week. How you doing, buddy? Oh, good. What have you been playing? Oh, man. Um, all kinds of things, Tom. All kinds of things. Uh, I think I talked about it before, but I was doing uh, Abaddon, Abaddon 2 The Corruption on Steam. 
old-fashioned isometric uh, RPG. Old-fashioned recently released? Um, God, it's, I think it's a more recent release. Yeah, okay. Let's see when it was released. Yeah, it was released 2013, but it looks and plays like a game released in the early 2000s at latest. Um, mm-hmm. It's a fun little story. Told through text. Seems quite infuriatingly hard as long as you play as a mage. So it's it's my kind of spiel. <laughs> so it's um, the opposite of Dragon Age. Yeah, it is the opposite of Dragon Age. There's there's not enough customization and not enough boob torpedoing uh, for you, I think. But um, you know, it, it's it satisfies uh, satisfies the niche. Uh, I also tried Forest of Doom, the roguelike chart-based role-playing game based off a tabletop game that's on Steam. Not Shadowrun. It's, it's not Shadowrun. It's it's like literally all done through text and uh, dice rolls and stuff like that that you all see, you see like you're actually at a table. I'm gonna, oh. I'm, gonna I'm gonna link it in this chat. So not only am I a nerd, I have to role play as a nerd playing as a cool character. It's like the um, meta. You get to buy stuff towards the beginning of the game that will help you out. And when it gave me a big list of all the stuff to buy, I was just thinking, well, maybe I do need this rope. But what could I need it for? Because I, I think every item has one or two special circumstances where it comes to play. Like the boots of speed will help you run out of the way for this specific trap. And it, it actually does... Not only is it a tabletop, it, it's done in such a way that's a tabletop slash choose-your-own-adventure story. So it will tell you to go to different pages. You'll click the link for that, and it will go to the page automatically. Uh, on some of the easier difficulties, you can cheat like you would in a choose-your-own-adventure and just go back. <laughs> that's cute. You look for the end, then you're like, nope, don't want that one. Yeah, I mean, you, you pick out which you might need to go back kind of far and buy all the items you ended up not buying, because maybe you do need the club or the potion or the thing that prevents you from smelling. I, I don't know what that's for, but I got that just in case. So it was like a cave of fart. Or um, cave the of sulfur used, caves. Cave of used tissues in the nerd room. Oh. <laughs> it's pretty fun. It's really quick. You can play through it a few times because it's kind of... So it's not really a roguelike at all. I guess it's a roguelike if you don't know where the pages go. But once you can cheat, it's it's whatever the fuck you want. That sounds interesting. I'd give it a try if it's on sale. It's definitely worth two or three dollars that it goes on sale for. Okay. I've had it on my Steam list forever. I bought the boots of uh, rubber. Why did you go into a thunder room? Not exactly. So, oh, the galoshes of regret. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Besides that, I started playing a virus named Tom in honor of uh, my friend Tom visiting. He kind of Hello. a virus kind of infects himself into an area and can't survive extreme cold. Uh, you live in hell. I, I don't know how you can live there. It's that actually, wasn't that cold. It was beautiful today. It, it was, was I think, a negative 8 degrees when I was there. I know, yeah. it was beautiful today. Chris, yeah. did you go it, up? It was beautiful here the entire time. <laughs> that you weren't there. A few weeks ago? You weren't there. You brought the cold weather. Oh, my God. But um, Virus Named Tom is a puzzle game. You play a virus made by a mad scientist who got fired from a company where everything's automated and robots in the future. It's a fun little story. Gives you kind of that 1950s Americana, we can do whatever we want with science vibe, and you're the creation of a scientist who wants you to go in and change the puzzles and the circuitry to fuck up all the inventions he had made over the years. Oh. It's a 
if you get it on your phone, it's probably a good time waster. Uh, puzzles get progressively harder. There's really not much to say to it. It's all right. I, w- I would never play it again after playing it. Uh, what was that game that I saw and I linked you guys to and thought it looked really cool? Chris, I shouted to you. I know that much. Uh, it had a very simple name to it. It was like the futuristic, like very black and white game with like the spy kid. Uh, what was that game called? Uh, I, yeah. I don't know what you're referring to. It's either coming out or already out on the PS4. It's like a, a British-made game. Like, it had a very simple name to it. Was it like Espionage Inc.? No. I, I don't remember. It's unfortunate. It looked really cool. Well, nobody played. <laughs> nobody played XCOM. Uh, XCOM Two. No, I've been playing XCOM One. I, I hear it's more or less the same. It's. I've I've watched some videos of it to see if I. It looks. It looks pretty much like the same game. They've they've tweaked a few systems. I enjoy like a, a button that lets you retrieve all the equipment from other team members, all the usables like grenades and med kits. That'd be a pain in the ass to sort through them when you have to go through different injured medics. But um, Besides that, I think they changed the ending of the first XCOM to fit in with the narrative the the Earth's been or Yeah, I hear like the ending of one is retroactively changed. I, I don't really want to play two. I I wanted to play the uh, classified one, the one that takes place in the nineteen fifties. Yeah. Yeah, but that uh, that has pretty terrible reviews. I have it, but I don't know if it's any good. I also have it, and I also never played it. Same. Yeah. Must have been on Humble Bundle or something. Yeah, I think that's where I got X. I, I enjoyed XCOM. It's a great game. Should yeah. all play XCOM. Um, I did. I didn't finish it, but I did definitely play it. I'll play it. I try to get an all-girl team as quickly as possible. <laughs> yeah, the personalities don't really matter though. Such is life. <laughs> no, their nationalities do though. I mean, you want to save the hot Japanese chick and make sure the creepy Russian guy dies off somewhere. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Japanese ladies, I started playing Fate Stay Night. Why? I'm just curious. Oh, what, okay. is, what is what is that? It's an anime, uh, isn't it? It is an anime, but this game is so expansive. It's amazing. I didn't know how deep it was. Large universe. Do you know the game Melty Blood? Yes. That's involved in Fate Stay. That's that's related. I didn't know really? that. Yeah, it's super. Like, yeah, there's a bunch of uh, stuff that kind of goes together. It's a world. Uh, uh, I didn't play much of the game, but it's pretty much started as one of those hentai games, of course, much like everything is popular. Yeah, Fate Stay uh, was originally an H game. Yeah, and the version oh, I'm playing it. is... Uh, How was it, Chris? I didn't play it. <laughs> You're letting us down here, man. Just live up to the stereotype and play as many H games as you can, so when you mention them, we can ask you how hot they were. Don't worry, next week I'll have a review for Necopara 2. <laughs> The version I have is a, a later release that has no none of the hentai scenes. Then kind of like enhanced it and added a bunch of like voiceovers and stuff to it. But yeah, from, I've only played like twenty or thirty minutes of it. But uh, it's very traditional visual novel. I I know you do stuff in it. But I don't know. I haven't got to the part where you do stuff. But uh, it started off as the 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 visual novel, and then there's a manga prequel, and then there's like two versions of it readapted into anime and movies and stuff, and then there's like a side story that's a light novel, and then there's some fighting games on the PSP, and then there's Melty Blood. There's a bunch of stuff involved in the series. I watched the anime. It was pretty bad. Yeah, I heard uh, it, it. 
the game, there's three versions of the game, and you play as three separate stories that kind of intertwine with each other, but are not the same story. So you play three different views, and it kind of makes a complete story at the end. And what the anime did was it mixed them all together. That didn't make any sense. I didn't see the show. I don't know. I just thought the... uh, It was also about people using magical historical figures to fight Pokemon battles. Yeah, yeah. That much I, I got. That is the tapped fucking market in Japan. <laughs> That's like crime show dramas in America. We we have too many. Mm. I, I saw the figures of the character. I was like, "That's a cool looking character." What's that, what's that all about? And then I looked up Fate's Day, and that's just where I am now. Cool. And yeah, it's much like that other one. I was I haven't finished yet. I was playing. What the fuck was it called? Uh, Steins Gate. Oh, okay. Very, Which is also an anime that I yep. heard of first. Yeah. It's kind of the same story where I think it was an H game, then it was a non H game, and then. Yep. And then there was an anime that was bad, I guess. Yeah, stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know so, what kids in your anime is. If you're in Japan and you want to get recognized legitimately, you have to make a porn game first. <laughs> and then later make it not porn and be ashamed of your previous incarnation. You have to essentially make a good story. Throw some, like, scenes of Oni-chan getting, you know, railed by three guys. I don't know what happens. I'm what assuming read, that happens. What I read was that uh, the the story was really good in Fate's Day, but the hentai scenes were so poorly written that it deterred from the game and made it worse. So, How is yeah. it poorly written? Don't they just show still images and some moaning noises? I don't know. I, I, don't want to, I don't want to find out. I just heard the writing takes a dip. Mm. I, st- <laughs> I, I still have that uh, the Digimon game too I haven't played through that I look, I'm hearing fantastic things about the Cyber Sleuth game is that an H game? no <laughs> this is Digimon this, this, is, this is not Metabots the Digimon did not go the way Metabots did but yeah that game has been getting really good reviews I heard it's very much like a Shimagami game yeah, that's a weird comparison but I mean, if it's true, I mean, I'll, more power to it. it. It looks fantastic. I bought a launch day, still not opened it. I said I'm still trying to play through Mass Effect if I watch the stuff going through. Yeah, that's that's all I got. I'm looking through a list of games coming up, and I still cannot find that game I was talking about. It's driving me nuts. Okay, well that will be the great mystery to solve next time on the Unpopular Podcast. There's a Psychopath game coming out. I know. Is it an H game? I don't know. Everything's a fucking H game. Oh my god. I don't know. But Pokemon started as a fucking H game now. <laughs> fucking killing me, man. I know Air was originally an H game. Which is messed up because it's about like a dying girl and her high school friends, so. How is that an H game? <laughs> I don't know. God. Japan. It makes me hate people. <laughs> But do their clothes come off? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, Final Fantasy Adventure came out on the cell phones. That looks pretty fun. It's a remake of the first Final Fantasy Adventure. What, what, what section of, of this are we doing now? I'm still going through this list of upcoming games and saying, oh, that's coming out and mentioning it. I guess okay. we're 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 done now. I'm just I'm keeping just it going. Just link that to the fucking podcast. Just link this. They can read it themselves. And you know what? If you want, you can label each one that's an H game. And our question of the week is: What series do you want to see done as an H game? Chris, go. Any done. game series. 
If it's an age game, you're best asking Chris. Mm. I mean, any like you played one. I'm, I was talking about a cat sim, like a a feet a cat on a phone game. You're saying, oh yeah, that's an age game I love. Like what? Oh yeah, because you said Neko Atsume, but I was thinking Nekopara. <laughs> Where does your mind go? Any game series, Metroid, anything you want, an age uh, series. What do you want? I don't know. Anything with Quiet from Metal Gear Solid Five. Wow, God. what a boring character to like. And that game is pretty much an age game as it is. You play it. <laughs> there's a scene yeah. where she's half naked dancing in the rain. I think you yeah, got. I know. I've got like 120 hours in that game. All right. <laughs> that scene only happens once, though. <sighs> I, I didn't get it actually. Really? Yeah. I got it. I didn't. <laughs> Uh, it was very awkward and didn't belong in that game. <laughs> it's much better when you replace it with uh, Ocelot. All right. I think we are wrapping up. All right. Corey? What? How are you feeling? Speaking of age games. Oh, my God. Oh God. <laughs> they're making a new uh, Utewaro um, Muno game. The fuck Stop it is. saying words. And that was originally an age game. <laughs> That I was watching the anime for. So I'm, uh, and the anime has no age in it. So I'm watching it like, when does he fuck her? When was that cut out? And it's awkward because it's like another dying girl who is a teenager. Japan. Weird place. I guess we know what Tom's thing is. Tom, it sounds <laughs> like you're looking out HK, H game. Anime. You're watching something that you know was based on it. I didn't know it was based on H game. I was just watching it. It's something I had in my hard drive. I don't know where it came from. Sonny must have oh. recommended it to me. So sure. I was watching it and I was just looking at what it was. Because Suki put it on, and we're watching it together. And I was like, an H game. So there's parts in this game where they know they they bang each other, and you're just curious, like, when did that happen? Was it this in here? Is this one happened? So how firmly around your turgid member is your hand at these moments? Because it sounds like you're jacking off to the thought of where they would put sex scenes. <laughs> you know me too well, sir. Oh boy. All right, I, I my porn is the lack of porn. All right, I think I think we're done. I think we've... Well, we've got the title for the episode now, so we're all set. <laughs> oh, yeah, we do. Tom's Turgid Member. No, it's it's my porn is the lack of porn. It's an autobiography title. Or the uh, title of a suicide note Tom needs later. Tokyo Xanadu is still a thing coming out, and that's fantastic. All right, see you guys later. Yay. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>